okay? Blog Talk Radio. everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, we are talking about the green horse with guest Dennis Torrey Jr. Dennis is a well-traveled Army veteran who has enjoyed a diverse career working as a patent inventor for the government and within various industries that include restaurants, security, and finance. He is now a federal officer with TSA in Orlando and currently resides in St. Cloud, Florida. Now, The Green Horse is his first children's book. You can find more about him online. And, of course, we have the link here available for you at DennisTory.com. We have a break today brought to you by Bridging the Gap by She Ready Ministries. You can find them online at SheRoyalMinistries.com. So let's go on and get started. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm very good, Dr. Angela. Thank you for having me, having me on. I'm very honored. Yes, I, have thank a slight, you. I have a slight cold, so pardon the voice. <laughs> Oh, no, that's that's okay. You know, when it's the change of season, you definitely kind of get some of that. I think being in California, we, we forget that other people are really going through weather. So, yes, I can I can understand that. Now, you decided to write a children's book. Why did you decide to do a children's book as opposed to, you know, a, a book for adults? Because uh, I have three children, and I love children, and like many of us do. And I think that the most important thing that we can do is take care of the children and show them love and do everything that we can to make their lives better. And if that means uh, taking them to a magical world in a little children's book and one that has mm-hmm. uh, a moral message that's based uh, on Christ, which mine is, although it's not explicit in the first book, uh, which is part of a trilogy, it does become more evident as the, in the second and the third book that it is more directed towards uh, the message of Christ. But it is about God and the golden rule, and it's about magical horses in a magical world with different colors and different powers that a young man uses to save a princess's life and uh, to one day rule the kingdom with her. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Now, does the color of the horse mean anything special? Well, the color of the horse, the green horse, yes, the the green horse is about uh, the power of the green horse is to help bring things that are dying back to uh, full health, not that they're dead, but that are dying and restores their full health. And the white horse is white like lightning, so it's 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 a very fast lightning fast horse. Uh, the black mm-hmm. horse is a uh, stealth horse where it can become invisible and totally silent along with its rider. The red horse is a horse that can breathe fire and turn into a big ball of fire if it's angered or restrained in any way. And uh, 
Also, it would be able to give the power of uh, being fireproof and uh, exuding fire to the rider as well. And the blue horse goes can swim underwater. It lives in in the, in the water uh, of the Great Lake within the book. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds amazing. And I could see how children could really use their imagination and just really get so immersed in the story that they would want to read it, you know, again and again. What a beautiful way of of bringing that all to light with them. Now, would you say that this particular story is for, like, just elementary school age kids, like just first and second graders, or is it pre-K, middle school? What would be the age group for the kids? I would say 6 to 12. Okay. Six to twelve mm-hmm. would be the range, uh, depending on how uh, uh, how advanced the child is as well. But I think six is a pretty right. safe range mm-hmm. to begin. The other books um, are also for the same age range, but get a little more sophisticated towards the third book. And the three books mm-hmm. together, the trilogy, uh, I believe, is going to be wonderful to make into a screenplay adaptation that will be fantastic for all ages. It really rounds out nicely. I think it's a masterpiece. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I could I could understand that. That it sounds like such a really really great book. Well, we do have to go to a break really really quick, but when we get back listeners, don't worry, we are going to continue to have this conversation with Dennis Tory about his book The Green Horse. We'll be back right after this. It is time to step out and do what God has told you or called you to do. He said all things are possible to them that believe. Faith without works is dead. It is time to get up and it is time to start moving. There is ministry. There are entrepreneurs. There are writers that are listening in. Whatever the vision is, whatever the dream is, you were made for greatness. You got to get out of the box. Catch up on the past episodes of Bridging the Gap podcast, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Google, and more. And don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 7 p.m. for the latest episode with your host, yours truly, Sean Laurie Moore. Join our encouragement community at www.sheroyalministries.com. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Today we are talking about a children's book entitled The Green Horse with author Dennis Vittori Jr. Now, I love all of the different colors of the horses and and how each horse has its own purpose and its own thing that it's responsible for and that it does. That's that's awesome. Um, Do you believe or did you write the book uh, with any intent also for maybe an older child, would would they be able to see maybe um, ethnicity or race in the book? Like, would they be able to identify that way? Well, the the princess is Caucasian in the book, and the young man that saves her life 
is definitely not Caucasian. He's more of a darker mm-hmm. skin, but not specified okay. exactly what the race is. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's more towards almost some. Um, uh, well, he has brown curly hair and just slightly darker skin, um, so he mm-hmm. could be mixed. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, which is interesting because my dad's half Japanese, and my um, the mother of my three children is from Trinidad. So uh, my kids are African, Indian, European, and Japanese. My three children, my two sons and my daughter, which are 12, 10, and 5. And the different horses as well, the different colors, show that every uh, each each type of person or horse or being, regardless of its color, has its own special trait. Uh, everyone is mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. How so mindful of you, you know, and I, I think that that is, that is so wonderful um, that you've made, you've made your book um, very international in that you can identify however you need to identify. Um, and you, you opened it up and, and you didn't make it just one thing or the other. That's, that's really, that's very mindful of you. That's awesome. Now, I, I, wasn't, when even, you, I wasn't even thinking about it. It just happened naturally as I wrote the book. I wasn't even thinking about yeah, it to do this see? like that. It just came out that way. Like, that's the way it's supposed to be. And it, and it just came out because, you know, our world is becoming um, so much more diverse with the ability of social media and with, you know, our, our, our smart devices and all of that. We're able to connect with people that are around the world. Uh, being in Long Beach, Long Beach is one of the most diverse cities in our beautiful nation. Um, people tend to think that it's Los Angeles, but Long Beach is included in that. And you you really get to expand um, your understanding of people. Um, and we're not talking about necessarily, you know, love relationships, just understanding people and just knowing that, wow, there are some awesome people in our world. And what a great way to introduce it to children so that children can have a, a more open heart and understand that, hey, we're the same but different. So that's a that's a really great concept that, that you've introduced there. Thanks for doing that. Um, would you would you say that within it, and I like how you said that on in some of the other books, that we we start to get more of a um, a religious tone or um, some of the golden rules. Um, start to become more evident, not only just in this book, but as you go on as well. Now, when you were writing the book, was it your intention to have some of that um, um, spiritual overtone become a part of the book? Or did you find that as you were writing, that just developed within your writing? As I was writing, it just developed in, in the writing, and uh, and it's funny because the second book called The Fire Horse, which is in the works right now, it's completed, but it's in the process of publication. Um, it's more towards uh, the focused fight against evil itself that uh, attacked the princess in the first book with the, with the, the sorceress and a magic spider, a cursed spider. And in the second book, they're going straight to the sorceress that's causing great problem in the kingdom. Uh, to fight the evil, and uh, and in that process also um, it, it touches upon the main character, the, the uh, which is then King Nicholas, because he becomes king after the first book. Um, how he makes a mistake, and how the princess is aware of it, who then becomes queen, um, and how he feels bad about the mistake that he makes. And while he's in the battle against evil itself, he makes a mistake and and, and apologizes for it. 
And then the third book, which is called The Four Horses of Ishtar, is where four of the horses leave that world and come into our world with four riders and actually become the four horses of the apocalypse in a way that is toned down and made for children. And it really turned out very, very well. So the totality of the stories together, I think, is going to be uh, something that's going to make history. And it's going to make a great movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I am a firm believer in speaking truth to life. Get it out there in the universe and let everyone hear that this is what you want to happen. So I know that not only are you standing on that, that I'm sure your friends and family are standing on that with you as well. And I just want to wish you continued success. It sounds like an awesome, awesome thing to bring to life for children. And uh, let's believe that it's going to happen. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. Great job, Dennis. Thank you so much for um, not only writing the book, but sharing your book here with our friends and family that are here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. All right. All I have to do is go online and type the Green Horse by Dennis Torrey or the Green Horse by Dennis, and they'll see everything about it. All righty. Well, listeners, thank you as well for tuning in and sharing in that. Now, here's one thing that I want you to remember. Did you enjoy this episode? I know that I enjoyed learning more about Dennis's book. Please remember to download a copy of the show. It's great with a podcast. You can take it with you. You can share it with others, and you can say, hey, I found out about this great children's book. I want to share this with you, so be sure to download a copy of the show today. Well, you guys know what I like to do, and that is give a shout-out to our awesome, awesome audience. We were just talking about diversity. You guys are a diverse group here, and I love it. If you want to talk about the individual cities, you have to follow me on Twitter, and that's twitter.com forward slash Dr. Angela Chester. But here, I let you know I've top five countries and coming in number one is the beautiful country of the United States of America thank you so much home country for coming in at number one number two is our cousins across the pond the United Kingdom thank you so much for being number two number three is the Philippines thanks Philippines for being number three number four is Germany thanks Germany for being number four and number five on the list this week is Ireland Thank you, Ireland, for coming in at number five. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate everyone else who's tuning in. So let's see. Many times you guys are only coming in at 1% or even less than 1%. That would be places like Australia, like South Africa, like Nigeria or Brazil. But you know what? You guys are still important to me as well. So thank you, listeners, for making my show a success. If you want to know more about what's going on with Modern Living online, make sure that you visit facebook.com forward slash modern living online. That's facebook.com forward slash modern living online. Let me know what you enjoy about this episode and what you want to hear more of. Well, until next time, everyone, be blessed in the Lord, and may you have great mental health. Bye-bye. <laughs>